Yo, you got your man over here, the Thai Italian Stallion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And actually doing the intro today is your man Shooter. I've been known to. Can I help you on this one? <laughs> I'm gonna say he was Black Jesus before Slink Johnson. My man Shooter. Now we're here today, usually talking Smack 101, but we decided to try to narrow this down to one brand. We're gonna go with Squared Circle 101 because we're teaching you lessons all the time. We're actually going. This is live, my baby. Oh, dang. I wasn't even so right now. Here, man. <laughs> That's how the best stuff. Let's get it started. The champ is here. Yeah. How you doing, bro? Man, I don't, I don't know yet. Man. <laughs> that kind of threw me off, man. I thought we were just playing around the next thing. No. I know we're recording, man. but that's, that's how sometimes the best ones evolve. That's how they come. That's... That's what I'm saying. And that's one thing I love about what we are here to do today. This is Talking Smack 101. Used to be, but Squared Circle 101 is where we're going with it. That's what we decided. This is going to be the brand. Because we got so many email accounts, the different hashtags, and someone was like, why do you have all this? And it was like, uh, no answer, right? Well, it wasn't really an answer, though. We uh, evolved. Uh, shout out to Abby Mendez, uh, the great. Um, she... Um, Broke it down. She, she broke it down for us and helped us uh, as the way we're going to brand our image and what we're going to do and take it to the next level. So be on the lookout for some things that we're going to do a little bit different or whatever. So um, we'll keep everybody posted as it goes. It as it goes. Uh, big shout out to everybody and anybody who listens to us uh, on a weekly, daily basis. Whatever we help get you through, whether it's a commute or anything else, um, just maybe a gym workout like my man Frankie Cruise Control. Anything you got to do that we help you through it, give us a shout out. Give us some feedback, your opinion. Let us know. Subscribe to us on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher. I don't know if anybody knows about Stitcher. If you listen to the podcast, you might. And like, I love that one because we pop up in that category related to other decent shows, great shows like The Fighter and the Kid. Um, and there's some other names in there. Like I, I told you, on uh, we got popped up under related with First Take and the other, uh, the Skip Bayless one. Man, we coming for y'all. We coming so, for all y'all. And that's good. I like but, that. No, we condensing it down to make it really simple for everybody to be able to reach us, man. You know the app is Square Circle. Email now is Square Circle 101. We hey. got, uh, even on SoundCloud, we're at Square, Square Circle, Circle 101. 101. And then, uh, be low on the lookout for the Instagram. We, uh, we, we, bra we'll we branching out. We building that up. Square Circle 101. So we, co we coming at you. Twitter's gonna be Square, Square Circle 101, man. We, we coming out. We condensing it down for you like we said we're gonna keep it basic for y'all because i know a lot of y'all any boxes i listen to y'all probably been punching your face a lot and your uh your memories a little bit collapsed but it's all right though hey, man we're gonna help those you are out the best fans it. because they can listen to the show more than once and not even realize not even real life not even realize you're wrong for that you're wrong <laughs> wait have we talked about this already no I'm yeah we, i don't know what we have you know my home one now, of my, boy, I thought one of my this boys said uh <laughs> whenever you say something rude like that he he told me uh he said you're going to hell on scholarship like and I, I don't know why it's the most basic, but that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Though he told oh, me I'm going to hell on Scott. Not that I'm going to hell, but the fact it's a full ride. It's a full, full ride. ride. It's a full ride. It's gonna get paid for a room and board. You, you got your special place in hell. Well, anyway, not really an action-packed weekend, but you know what? We're gonna bring still it. Still got to some you. fights. Yeah, we still got some. Actually, fights. still got some fights. We had Joseph Parker versus Alexander Demetri. Dimitrenko, um, Alexander Dimitrenko is a, a well-tested veteran. If you don't know too much on him, you can look him up. He's had like 38, 38 fights. Two losses, 24 knockouts. And then Joseph Parker, how many was his record? 20 and 0, 17 knockouts. Now, we haven't had a chance to talk about this at all. 
At all. At all. What did first thing? My favorite part was how it was for the W.O. Intercontinental Oriental Title, sponsored by Burger King. <laughs> I, uh, that was that was one thing I could like. I, even though it was a good entertaining match. But seeing the crown there. But, uh, but see, not even the crown. It was just a big old Burger King logo. Now, I don't eat fast food, but it was good advertising. It was irritating to me, but just a big, the logo was almost as yeah. big as the ring. Now, you big know, Burger King uh, now a lot of fights are sponsored by Corona usually. And uh, did you notice how Burger King didn't have the ring card girls? <laughs> I usually notice things like that, man. <laughs> but, no, I so didn't. what would the Burger King <laughs> ring card girls look like? <laughs> Is that why? I don't know. The Corona girls, I understand, because everybody's seen hot girls with a Corona in their hand. Yeah, exactly. Of course. They, they, that's what they go drink, exactly. you know? But, and, uh, most, and you know what? Most, you know, a lot of females that I know don't really drink beer, but if they do, it's usually it's gonna a, be a Corona, corona. something like that's that. That's the only one you can hand them. Because, like, oh, it's not oh, it's not a beer. Yeah. No, it doesn't <laughs> work be, that way. Who being sexist? Joseph Parker. Prick. What did you think? I liked it. You know what? I like Joseph Parker. I like him. And you know, and, and you know what? Asian you, know what? Him. you know what? I like. You know the reason why I like Joseph Parker because he was I. He moved great for a heavyweight. He had quick hands. quick hands. Quick hands. Yeah, and he was like for especially for a heavyweight. Now we're not talking about mm-hmm. anybody who's a welterweight who's supposed to have. He had great head movement. He had he had right there. and good he speed. landed That's good speed. Down, sir. But. Landing in combinations too, so like threes whenever and fours. threes and four, man. See, man, that's mm-hmm. how you do business, man. Threes that's what I'm talking about. Threes and fours. So he let it. He was very agile, and he used his jab, and not like use his jab to where he worked his he jab. He worked his jab. So very not good. and not like the way that um, what's his face? Why am I why am I coming drawing a blank? Who just towards uh towards towards uh man Alabama. Alabama. Oh, yeah, my man, uh, the Bronze Bomber, Deontay yeah, Wilder. Yeah, Deontay Wilder. Yeah. So, the last fight that you saw him in, he used his jab effectively. Didn't even but know that was, his jab but was that, that was, nice. But that was after he broke his hand and uh, he uh, tore his, like, bicep or whatever. But, no, this dude was using it as a weapon. Mm-hmm. What did we say What did we say last episode this about jab. the jab? The most important the punch The most important boxing. punch was the jab. He used it just very well. Him, just and him. he was patient, too. Because very even when patient. he... But even when he rocked uh, Dimitrinko, when he rocked him, he didn't rush in to try to finish mm-hmm. him off. He was calculated in the risk that he took with the yep. fight, though. So, and... Didn't get effort, overexcited. Effortless, sneaky power. Yes. So, yes. that's the funny thing is it's like the, yes. the, shots that, the shots that you look in and he gave out, rocked him... Dimitrenko, Rock Alexander Dimitrenko, but it was just like it was stuff that you didn't even expect to. I was like that that really hurt him. So it was um, as it shows uh, technically technically the aficionado maybe because of just where I'm from growing up in Vegas. But I've seen Dimitrenko fight probably three four times. Solid talk about a solid tested heavyweight. But Joseph Parker, all I did was read about this dude. And I was like, I gotta watch this fight when I heard he got just when he destroyed this man. And I loved every single thing I saw. Every single thing I saw. Um, good speed. Mm-hmm. And quick, that's a quick hands, like we said. I love that body work. I love that body work. And it now, granted, the fight ended on a, a body punch. Well, it kind of ended on a, it kind of ended on a body punch. He, he ended a, it. it he a, was. It was He was going down already. Yeah. He was he was down already off of the body punch. Yeah. He just happened to double up that uh that hook to the body. It was on its but way when he. It, it was on his way. It's uh 
prolonging the inevitable yeah. is what honestly happened. Now, it, you know watching what? that man agonize in pain, I was like, just knock me out. Knock me out. <laughs> knock me out. Because even then, I could be like, I survived the fight. You know, but watching the yeah. dude, ah, oh, man, that looked like it hurt so bad. It looked, no, he was wincing. It was, I don't think I've ever used wincing <laughs> in an actual sentence and really meant it. Oh, man. But no, he was wincing in pain. Like, uh, Dimitrenko, he was done. Yeah. He was done for that. It, now, it that's was, some of the, was, having the wind knocked out of you or any time or going down from a body punch, if you've never felt one, that, talk, when your air is snatched out of you and there's nothing you can do to stop it. I, I don't even know if it was the air because I've had the yeah. one knocked out of well, me yeah. a couple times. No, that, that was, was that, a sharp, like a liver punch. Yeah, it it was great though. And you know what else was funny about watching that fight too? His corner. It looked like they didn't even want to help him up out the ground. It was just like I, I felt embarrassed. Usually the corner would be a little bit more concerned, but they they just had Left to look at him like, man, get up, man. We want to get out of here, man. Get up. So I was uh. Dimitrenko didn't expect his power because when he got rocked in that first round, he was like, "Okay," and still, I don't yeah. know. Well, the one the one of the things that I looked at it is um, the way Joseph Parker, the way he handled it, and even though it was a foul, Dimitrenko kept grabbing. Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah. kept grabbing. So out of the frustration, it was just one of those man, get out of it. just. I get off think, I, honestly, out. I don't even think the ref saw it because the way no, he, was he, was, he was he was on the other side. Yeah. I mean, he could have. But, but because he the guy went down, stayed down. Yeah. What? What? He was about to get a slip out of it. I don't think he would have got a slip out of it. He. he well, the ref. Like he was going to. Ref. Waved it as a slip when he went down and yeah. didn't see the body punch. And then when he noticed that he, he laid was down, on the ground, he had to start count. He had to start mm-hmm. counting. But uh, the way that he the way that he was over uh, yeah, that hurled over his game. He was game, down over tens. It was like fifteen he, seconds. Yeah. The ref stopped at eight, of course. Yeah, he was like, "Man, let me get it." He's not. This guy's not getting back up though. But Joseph Parker, really good, um, really good person to look out for. Like now, the heavyweight division, you got you got your champions. You got people who look good. And then I've always said, um, I've always said that. Like, you know, to challenge the crown, well, the Klitschko crown and stuff like that would have been like, you know, Deontay Wilder and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because, you know, I think De- Deontay Wilder was like way more agile. And you got people like Anthony Joshua, who was really well-rounded and who actually has that fluent movement, like which you don't see with, you know, a lot of stiff heavyweights. But this Joseph Parker looking at this guy, he, he could be something special mm-hmm. now. I'm looking up at I'm looking up at his record. Doesn't it's not really impressive, but any names on there? Uh, Does that pop out to you at least? Nothing that pop, nothing that pops out to me from his record. Well, I'm glad that I just saw Oriental look for an Oriental title. I was a little, cause I was a little worried because I saw the Burger King had the American ring announcer, I had one American commentator. I heard they were in New Zealand. I was like, okay, he's got to have some Oriental last name Parker. I assume maybe Korean or something. But then in New Zealand, maybe yeah. a little bit of Samoan. Who knows? Who knows? But either way, you looked good, champ. I like what I saw. Hopefully, we get you some better opposition. Uh, made the right decision your team yeah. did with getting you that Demetrako. He's going to be, not, I not even know if you want to call him an up-and-comer, but he's, he's pros- definitely he's, 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 a, he's, he's a huge he's, prospect. Yeah. He'll be something that he's you're coming. definitely going to look He's, he's going to be a contender. He's going, especially from that last performance, he's going to be he's going to be Americanized pretty soon, which I'm sure of. And then hopefully he'll get some bigger, okay. well-known fights to so actually have him tested. Listen to rap music and dating white women? I don't know, man. He's kind of well. He's a boxer, and he's if he has money, he'll get rap money. Music but he's for kinda, sure. But he's kind of ugly, though. Rap yeah, music for know. sure. <laughs> you know what? Nobody needs your judgment. It's it's not a stereotype if it's fact. 
Now, I moving agree. on. Now, next was Jurgen Bramer versus Nathan Cleverly. Bramer. Jurgen. Jurgen Bramer uh, versus Nathan an, Cleverly. This was an interesting fight, bro. Light heavyweight um, division. Cleverly, uh, that's the man, Sergey Crusher Kovalev, took his first title from. Uh, Nathan Cleverly is a solid fighter. He's good. He's beat some good names. Knockouts. Um, never really bounced back from that Cleverly win. I'm the loss against uh, Sergey. Then, uh, then he lost to Andre Fonfair. That was another good fight. Another uh, phone booth style fight with this one. This is a guy who's got nice long arms who should box it up, but wants to mix it up. Who wants a good one? Um, and box he it up, wants to mix it up. Yeah. And he going against Jurgen. Jurgen Brammer. <laughs> Jurgen Brammer. Anyways, with Jurgen Brammer, that was a fight that was it started off looking like it was just going to be a good little inside Jürgen, brawl. Jurgen Brammer, forty-eight and three with thirty-five knockouts, man. So definitely hey, another not another person that's not. First, a when I first or, saw them walking in, I was like, okay, brother. Not many. I don't care who you are. Once you are a fighter, especially, or even you're in public eye, especially guys like myself. I usually don't, if I don't plan to rock a hat, I keep my head clean, right? Yeah. I keep my head clean. And I love it when this dude went beyond Bruce Willis to Statham, and he just let it go how it was. Like, it was like a, a like Larry from Three Stooges almost. It's not as big. So that's usually a sign of, that's a red flag you got to watch out for, because he's probably a tough guy. Both guys are, both guys are tough, really tough fighters and uh, competitors. Uh, they fought phone book style. So they didn't really, you know, jab. Well, was even on the ropes. Hooks, didn't see the ropes cups, once. Yeah. Didn't see the ropes. They stayed in the middle of the ring, which I'm always, I'm always a fan of. This was overall a weird fight to watch. Twist turns, twist and turns, man. Like twist I thought this was like, I feel like in that fifth round, was it? Somebody came up and handed a briefcase over. Somebody. <laughs> it, it just said, "Hey." That's not on film, of course, because the man losing the fight, who I thought was losing the fight. Ends up getting the win. Nathan Cleverly. Because Jurgen Bramer decides to stay on the stool. So he's there, there's a couple there was a couple things, and just like I said, that was really weird. You say that he you had him you had him winning the fight. I had it I had it about even or so even or so, but uh the copy box, the punch stats, they had him they had him landing more. So I thought he was by, so, by, so so by punch status mm-hmm. He, if, was you're not, if you're going that, he was, land, he was landing more. But Nathan Cleverly is one of those guys that he stayed busy. And, like, even if the shots don't matter, he's out. He he's, outworks you. He can outwork you. you, on can outwork you. So, and that. then he stole a lot of rounds, too, by doing that. Just by staying, just by staying busy. It all depends on what your name is, mm-hmm. what your status is, your championship, your pedigree, your caliber. All that is All that takes into effect of how somebody watches you box and watches you fight. So Nathan Cleverly had the name. Mm-hmm. Um, the record's not better than him because uh, Jorgen Brammer has 18 more wins with the mm-hmm. same amount of with the same amount of losses. Mm-hmm. But just like I said, he Nathan Cleverly just stayed busy. Mm-hmm. He stayed busy, and then basically got. Now he didn't come out. Now Brammer did not come out, which was but the the way that they stopped it was so unorthodox. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to call it. And then just looking at uh, they said it was a. Uh, Reports came out. They said it was a dislocated elbow. I feel like a dislocated elbow. Wouldn't your stuff just be hanging? Well, well I've never dislocated my elbow. I've never dislocated know. my elbow. Not, but I mean, you know, I'm I've not seen, a doctor. I, I, when I was in martial arts, I've seen a guy dislocate his shoulder once. 
And when it is, that thing's swinging, bro. Yeah. It's just swinging. And, and, you go, and, the, and watching them pop on my... And, in, and especially uh, one of the things that we were saying, I was reading a report, um, and I apologize for not uh, naming the report, but he said that, well, it's not even he said, just looking at it, mm -hmm. you don't, you didn't see anything to where no dis no discomfort no mm -hmm. it, it was kind of like how the Manny Pacquiao thing it was just like okay now you're hurt you didn't show any signs of that so it caused me to question I believe he was I, hurt I, I don't I don't understand it mm -hmm. I don't like it's one of those things that just goes beyond belief yeah. now we just named it the the Nathan Cleverly and the Brammer fight and then also and then also the fight that we had before that, the, the Alexander Dimitrenko and the Joseph Parker, both of those are in the recent bouts fight. So check those check out, both. Yeah. Check both of check those out. Check out Joseph Parker for sure because he was landing bombs on yeah. that boy. No, and uh, but I bring that up on the recent bouts too, is because like wait, the way wait, wait. that where can you find that? In that square of course, circle you can app. find that in that Squared Circle app on your iTunes and your iOS system. But Android also it's available in there. Don't forget to hit us up on on Twitter at Squared Circle One Hundred One. Also hit us up on SoundCloud. Now, I want people to go and look at that fight because I don't like, sometimes I suck at describing things. Mm -hmm. So when I tell you it's weird or it's unorthodox and it was a and it was a finish, like even when I talked to you about it mm -hmm. and you were just like, we were both like, like that weird, finish right? was, yeah. uh, I don't know. So you can't, you can't, you, you have can't to really see explain. it. And you I guarantee you 99% of you guys, if anybody watches it, you're going to be like, I don't get why the if fight was stopped. If you're familiar with the emojis, there's an emoji on there where it's just a, a cir two circles on the eye and a straight line in the face, and that's all it is. Yeah, see, I got to think about men using emojis. I'm not a real fan of it, <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, weird stoppage, dislocated elbow. I wanted it to continue because I was enjoying it. I was enjoying the I, match, yeah. too. So, nice like, entertainment. Um, well, I, there, there was nothing else that I wanted more from that except more rounds. Like I honestly, one of those ones where you put the you put the notepad down, you just enjoy a good yeah. uh, a good, good fight though. Good old fashioned brawl. Yeah. Good old fashioned bar fight. You know what I'm saying? Whatever happened to a good old fashioned brawl? Now, with that being the rest of the real recap we have, I know we have some upcoming bounce that we might talk on. We might touch a little bit on Lomachenko and Nicholas Walters. Uh, we got Pacquiao Vargas coming up. Uh, but I was watching first take this morning, uh, number one reality TV show for men. No, I'm saying number we're not, two. We're not. We're not. Yeah, we're better than them. But uh, so oh, number not, three, because I'm gonna say WWF is number one or number God, two, anyways. But, uh, but anyway, we're not. We're not. We're not here to plug them. We're not a reality ahead. show yet. But maybe, maybe we might have cameras following us around for other reasons. Uh, but they had a little thing on Tyson Fury uh, talking about the big long statement he had. It was a very disturbing to read a little bit just because I, I i don't like to read things that where anybody usually when they read the type of letter that he posted that they read ends with the caption saying tyson fury commits suicide that that's how i should have read because in it he says talks about boxing how he didn't he had no other reason to live now i'm be I'm gonna let you continue. I, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna Kanye you right quick. This is coming from the verified Twitter account of Tyson Fury, and even though we're trying to like you know we people we keep it kind of raw around here, but like you know we we try to be we try to be for the kids, we try to be for the adults, we try to we try to have we're we're trying to keep it for everybody to listen. So yes, I will censor myself again. This is coming from the verified Twitter oh, account of, down there. of Tyson Fury. It says, boxing is the saddest thing I ever took part in. All a pile of shh. I'm the greatest, and I'm also retired. Did you just shush? Yeah, shh. I'm also retired. So go sucker, you know what. 
Happy days. Happy days. Happy days. Happy days. I'm retired, Um, so go suck a you know what. Wait a second. I thought you just said you was depressed, brother. You, man, you looking for? I don't know. know Now they started arguing about it uh, because the biggest thing about this, because he was deemed medically unfit, got not cleared the box, which we talked about in our last show. But they are freezing the titles right now, and they're not going to release them for. Potential Anthony Joshua versus Klitschko. I'm or- in love with the Coco. <laughs> I don't even listen to that crap. That's uh, the only thing I know about that. Though, Tyson but Montana. That's the first thing I got. Now, that's the first thing I, I, I threw this thing out on Twitter because I saw the Tyson Montana memes. And I just want to say, just mentally health-wise, I hope he gets better. Because I don't want to see yeah. nobody ever take that route. Exactly. Um, no matter how much fun you, you think you're having, that's how it usually ends. But he beat... And, and, and what is known as probably one of the worst fights in boxing was that fight with Klitschko, but... Championship fights, not worst, but championship yeah. fights. But he beat that man on just pure mind games. Yeah. Just I, mind I, games alone. Like, oh man, he had him beat before he walked in the ring for... One, I think it was like, uh, what, it had total punches, punches like 10 punches I, I couldn't. Him. I couldn't even tell you. But I, I, I just wanted selfish, him to bounce back because he's the entertainment. He self, selfish reasons, I wanted him to bounce back just because if you beat the reigning champ like that, you can't go... Out. Like, I don't want to see you go out and lose to a drug habit or anything like that. So, do, yeah, I do Great wish him well. Great comparison with him and to, Bobby Fischer, chess player. I, yeah. Same same kind of story. Talked a lot of smack. Came up. And I got this from Max Kellerman. Came up and dominated. Got number one spot and just fell apart. No else to go. You know, and I, that, that's what they said might have happened with Tyson Fury here. Just, uh, you've been talking, ever since he's been pro, he's been talking Klitschko about what he's going to do to him. Now, when he finally gets to an older Klitschko, he beat him with mind games. Mm-hmm. Gets the title. Where do you go next? What do you mean where you go next? One of the things that we always talk in all of our, the unification. You get all of them. You get the unification well, of the title. Actually, so he, like, he beat the man who had all of them, except for one. But that's still one. Still, but it's, there's way, There's a lot of contenders. And then after that, you're sitting there going, you're still going to talk. Because like, even that fight was so close, They were. that's why they were going for the rematch, too. Because like anytime you have a questionable fight, you know you rematch to, you rematch to solidify it. Now... Tyson Fury has open statements of anti-anti-gay, anti-Semitic statements, and they started arguing about why he should be stripped. Now, the com- now the argument where no, they were supposed to have was, now you told me to wait to talk about this. No, yeah, so go, ahead, go ahead. Well, the, the argument they had was, um, should he be stripped just for talking about his drug use? He should be stripped for not being cleared to fight by not by failing the drug test, but not for his statements. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You agree? I agree. Okay, good job. Because I mean, Max Kellerman works TV now. On this there's one. a well, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, gray areas, especially when it comes to sports. I've always tried to be the person to I I put their what they do off field, off out of the mm-hmm. ring, off court, mm-hmm. separate separate from what they do on there. Because like I you know I don't believe in if you have. I don't believe if you have some problems with a certain issue outside of the ring. That it should take away anything that you do from the sport. Now, granted, you got you know you got a lot of legal issues, yeah. whether you're you, yeah. you know beating women or molesting kids or anything like that. You know, I, all that moment, stuff. Is just, there was a time back in the day if you weren't a domestic violence repeat offender, you weren't a boxer. Yeah. That's what I heard. God. I'm just saying that's what Man, I heard. No, so like any anything short of you know like grotesque things yeah. like that, then no. You not not for what you're saying. I'm like I don't care what he said. I mean, a lot of people I don't care what he says. You know, because you had now, the uh, the Sergey Kovalev. Yeah. 
you know, you had the whole thing with him and Adonis Stevenson when they had that rivalry going back and forth, mm-hmm. and then uh, Kobe came out with in, the inappropriate statements. Inappropriate statements about you know he had a little monkey. You it know, might it might have sounded funnier in Russian. I don't know, hey, uh, but I don't speak it. But <laughs> all I know, you know, you see, it, you know, like you're well. talking, you're talking about another black uh, black fighter, and then he has uh, he has a monkey, a big old gorilla, and he's punching that up. I mean, but also at the same the first time, time, I can see if you didn't get the joke. I, I, I can see if he didn't understand why it's bad. I can understand yeah. the second time. And even me, I was con- you yeah. know, you know, yeah. even me, I was conflicted yeah. by that a little bit. Because like, we whether, like the dude. Because because I like the dude, but then also he has a black trainer too. So I'm just like I, I don't understand what the relationship I think, is. I think I think he's a. I just trying to check him on it though. Yeah, it had to be because you <laughs> he know you've heard that's, stuff like that's that. That's John Jackson. Where's John Jackson? From, yeah, no, nah, but I don't. Um, but I don't think it should have to do anything. Whatever, like whatever a slur said, like I, I, and I'm, and I'm not. I'm not the police. You know yeah, me. Yeah, I don't get offended, so I don't really care what anybody we're, says. Unfortunately, we're just in a time and day where sometimes what you say, they feel like they should take everything from you from a statement, even though it's freedom of speech in this country. So supposedly, supposedly, supposedly. Now, but. He wasn't really. It's not like he was promoting it. Now, I, I, I would say if they come to the training camp and uh, he's training, not doing any coke, get prepared for the fight. But you got <laughs> not doing any coke because that's a stipulation. You're but, training and not doing coke. But you got lines set up on the tables for your buddies hanging out. Maybe we should think about taking the title away because you're a bad face of box. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's a little bad there. Because you know, you, even though you're getting prepared for fight, you're gonna pass a drug test. Hey, so. look. But. But you got Ricky Hatton, who's retired, hanging out the rest of these dudes doing lines. I don't know. I, but I heard he's got better. I heard he's got better. Ricky Hatton actually reached out to Tyson Fury about that. It's a lot. You know, it's, a, it's been a lot going on in the last two weeks, you know. Uh, it, it, it's crazy. This is what I love about the sport of boxing, though. Because you don't play boxing. You don't for play one, boxing. And it's a year-round thing. Because even when thing. you th- when we thought the season's over, there's nothing else going on. There is. There was two fights. This is another country. Now... Us being fans, dedicated fans, we found a way to watch these fights. One of the ways was in the Squared Circle 101 app. Just search Squared Circle. You'll see it in the App Store for Apple and Android Play Store. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and tell your friends and family we need that word of mouth business because we're trying to be about that business. Next on a card is going to be the PBC list. Now, this is going to be the first time... Where a brother might be involved on this one, especially, but we're gonna retract a shout out. I'm gonna take it back. I'm gonna take it back because I, I, I this man you. has always been mentioned in the same sense as God, apparently, with some of these fighters. But I, I, I want to give him a shout out all the time because he kept us busy. He kept me and you in business talking about fights. But then this infamous list came out like it was Watergate. So, and I'm I'm really glad. 2016. I'm really I'm really glad. Social media has boomed the way that it is because it allowed like unless you were on the in crowd like to get some of these statements to get some of this behind the scenes knowledge for any boxer or any training camp or anything like that. You had to literally be there for that, man. Mm -hmm. So like allow, you know, for lazy bums like myself and you, Sonny, we'll get a we'll be on our couch and the information will just cross our paths, you know, and it's that simple and that easy. And then also another reason why I love social media is because like some of the best fights are in the comment section, not even on the, not even in the, not even in the ring. Oh my so, goodness, I like that. You like that? You like that? You like that, man? It, it, people go off on it anyway. Oh, I just, like sometimes that's one of my. That's one of the then, things why I don't jump in and say something. Oh because no, I never, I never, ju- I never. Jump I just in. love reading it because it's they just, just, yeah, they it's don't. It's just like um, I yeah. saw. Uh, some of those people are evil though, yeah. It, no, yeah. so like I saw one talking about the Lomachenko Dion waiters. Uh, I mean, uh, Walters. 
Nicholas Walters, mm-hmm. the Walters fight, and then just the 50-50 split, people, oh man, it's it's censored. This is a censored show. We're trying to yeah, be yeah. uh we're trying to be kid friendly. Yeah, yeah. But like just some of the stuff I see, just hours of entertainment. So like we uh we also post on our Facebook page and just just read through those. Those are funny though. But the reason why the reason why um I like social media is because especially how we talk about Al Heyman and how he always produces fights. And he always keeps us entertained week after week after this week. Courtesy of usually good one. So, but this list that we have, we have a lot of heavy name now, people. Now, granted, this is a large stable. This is a lot PBC, yes. We have, it's like a stat bar, right? And then you see that one month where sales were high or something. Well, this is the opposite this, low because this, this is, is a list. These and then you have like let's just I mean, let's go down this one list. We'll go, here. So these are all the people who had. Don't even say one, just, just 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 go ahead. Start reading names. Okay, we got Andre Berto, Adonis Stevenson, Sean Porter, Austin Trout, Adrian Broner, Eris Randy Lara, Gary Keep Russell going. Jr., Keith Thurman, Keep Chris going. Ariola, Danny Garcia, Edwin no. Rodriguez, Danny Jacobs, Jamel Jamal Charlo, but the so and so Charlos. Now we're about, bad, we're about 12 right now, so yeah, we'll stop bad right there. Chad Dawson, you got Felix Diaz, Ooh. Amir Khan, Polly Malinaji, you got uh, BJ going. Flores, Still Miguel going. Vasquez, Flores got a fight coming up. you got John John Molina, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony and Andre Durrell, you got the Durrell brothers, the Andre Fonfara. Sergio Mora, um, Jorge Lara, Jared, John Jackson, Julian Jackson. Let me see. You got Lucian Butte, Butte, Butte. Always mess that up. You got Lee Selby, Butte. James DeGaulle. That list I yeah. named was that's, that's the PBC. They've only fought one time this, this year. Year now, all of those fight. A lot of those fighters had one good win this year too. That's the worst thing. Um, zero fights. Antonio Tarver, Devin Alexander. Antonio Tarver, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Devin Alexander, Peter Quillen, Omar Figueroa. This man was two years ago supposed to be one of the top up and coming fighters. Should be a. They were already talking about him being a pay per view draw by 2016. Um, Lamont Peterson. Lamont Peterson. Come on, man. He's always good. DC. Come on, bro. Like Armory. Yeah, you know, like you ain't worth that kind of money to where you should be pricing yourself out of anything. Man, I ain't in nobody's pocket. I don't know what kind of money he's worth. Right. Tomakai Kameda, who brought us a great fight with uh, Robert Guerrero. Abner Marez, really. And then, uh, then there's of course Chavez Jr. Who, yeah, whatever. He shouldn't even be on the list. But (laughs) man, he living off daddy money. He's still, still living off daddy money. Why? Why, man? He's, you, you didn't his, have to his, his ID don't even say Junior on it. Right? It says Julio Cesar Chavez. His fake ID is his dad's old one. <laughs> <laughs> then we had two fights this year. Now, this is a good list of names, though. You had Deontay Wilder, Carl Frampton. Uh, I didn't even know Carl Frampton was an uh, Al Hamid guy. Nice. G- Gerald Washington, Errol Spence, Robert Easter Jr., Jamel Herring, Leo Santo Cruz, Robert Guerrero, Sammy Vasquez, Dominic Brazel, Thomas William Jr., Javier Fortuna, Bundu, Ivan Redkitch. Tony Harrison and Levgen Kitrov. Now, more than half of that list was up and comers that were supposed to be the next big thing. And I think if I was Al Heyman, I would say some of these guys were in line for other things. And I see that because Dominic Brazell attempted for a title, lost it. Yeah. He had a win-win situation with Leo Santa Cruz and Carl Frampton. So let's look at this now. We're gonna analyze this a little in, bit. In, in two fights a year, I'm okay with. I'm like you got I paid want more. twice. You made double the money on both fighters. Now I agree with the with the with the work. Then we had three fights. Still best dressed in boxing right there. Good fellow Pro. Now that Eldo. My favorite up and coming fighter right now. 
who I pray we get to talk more about is Caleb Plant. Sweet yeah, Hands. Sweet Hands Plant. Justin DeLoke. Then Caleb True. Uh, Jonathan Guzman. Tevin Farmer, who's pretty good. Yeah. Er Erickson Lubin. Did the, <laughs> the hammer. I want to call him the Viking, but then I see he's no Viking. You didn't <laughs> see him. And then Jamal James. Now, those are, I think, those are obviously his biggest prospects he has. Um, but this is a crazy list of a huge stable. So, now, at first, you heard the rumors that they blew their wad. Yeah. Bankrupt. But then I had an article I saw where they got a lot of, of the dates lined up for the end of this year. And I don't know what kind of turnaround they're getting. There's a lot of big fights that should be made next year based off of this list. From Keith Thurman versus Danny Garcia. Better be. But uh, I don't know. Could this man possibly ruin boxing with what he's done? What do you think? Single-handedly. No, no, I don't think I don't think you can just for the simple fact that as long as boxing is around and there's people like me and you who are little, you know, even though we're semi-young for the sport, we can kind try of to old, take it away. We'll get famous for bar fights. Hey, we, you, you, hey, one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in movies. Period was in uh, Gangs of New York. Okay. They were like. Wait a minute. Where does it? You can't fight inside the city limits. Or what does the city limit end? And it was like, <laughs> all right, but we're gonna set up the ring outside the city limits, and we're still gonna have the fight. So like, boxing's always gonna be around, and That's I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna personally, oh, I'm gonna that. personally make great, sure of that. That's a great movie. So too. like, you have so you're you're all, with the up and coming with the up and comers. They're gonna have to fight somebody. So there's always gonna be up and comers. There is, and, and boxing is just always. You always have the run of the mill, the poor man story, the people who's gonna come out who have nothing else. They got no education. They got no. They have no family, no background, no none of that. So they turn to boxing. You're always gonna have. You're always gonna have an outlet with boxing. So it's never. It's never gonna die that way. You're always gonna have more people that's gonna be interested and start doing that. Now, stuff. before every every time we do this, you know, we like to sit down and recap notes, and then every now and then I like to slip a little something in there, kind of throw something out just to catch you off guard a little bit, kind of like how we did that beautiful intro. I think it's gonna <laughs> sound real good, but. Now, I posted an article uh, within the last couple days that uh, I actually got a lot of likes on, some few shares, but it was the fact that Aram, Bob Aram, and Al Heyman have been in discussions. They had a lawsuit going on, and now they've been talking about making fights happen. So, with oh, the so, popularity so they, of... They've been, they've been talking about actually finally making sense and giving the people what they what want. What they want, or they're feeling the pressure of New York and Madison Square Garden, New York having its first UFC fight. That's what they're. That's what I think. But with that being said, now with the popularity of fairy tale fantasy football, I want us to talk about maybe some mix and match in here. If you had to pick one PBC fighter to fight one top ranked fighter, go get that list up, and I'll, I'll start naming some top. We're gonna go with the, the best top ranked fighters. I'm gonna go off top. I'm gonna say Terrence Crawford, Manny Pacquiao, uh, Lomachenko. I would say uh, we'll throw Nonito Denaire in there. Or maybe uh, Lomachenko, Donaire. Then we have Nicholas Walters, another one. You got Vargas. And those are four top-ranked fighters. Now, you're fighters. talking about PBC versus top rank. If you had to maybe tell, I don't have to spend, we don't have to spend too much time on this. Or maybe we can. But if, if this is like a dream matchup, which one of those names you see or which one might be the biggest draw to so you? So the, the, the thing that I love and I hate about you is you answered your own question just by the stuff that we always talk about and you kind of know my mind. And then it's only because you know, like we've seen we've seen um, Terrence Crawford, you know, when he fought Victor Postal and the way he did that was crazy. But the yeah. next name that was thrown out at him was the Manny Pacquiao fight. Mm -hmm. 
is because like even though Victor Postal was a great opposition for him to fight and he really showed his class, yeah. Pacquiao is in that next class. And he still, even though like a lot of the time, depending on who the fighter is, uh-huh. I, I Pacquiao's getting a little bit long in the tooth. Yeah. But at the same as he they always say a lion's most dangerous when he's when he knows his nearest end. Right. I think Pacquiao still has one or Ooh. two, maybe a couple more fights left in him too. So and I, and he's still dangerous. So that's not that's but not somebody okay. you're going to be able to sleep in. You're going to go. Yeah. You're going to so go. So you name one name right there, Pacquiao. Yeah. Now you get to pick one fighter from PBC 147 division. Who you want to see fight Pacquiao? I know. I already got my pick on that one. Am I stealing it? Maybe Danny Garcia? Ooh, see, this is now. Okay. Danny Garcia. That was my first thought. The name I would pick was Errol Spence Jr. Mm-hmm. So now, this is going to be him. Filipinos must love this one because it's only Pacquiao. So now what we're going to do, me and you here, is we're going to do some scenarios. Now, on some of these, I've heard a couple of other shows where they try to spark debate on purpose. Um, it usually ends up with a bunch of guys talking, smack agreeing with each other. But I, I don't know if we would agree on both of these. But if you had to pick on Danny Garcia versus Pacquiao, who would you pick to win? I'd actually pick Pacquiao. You would pick Pacquiao? Yeah. Okay. I think I, I would pick Pacquiao also. Come on, man. Don't be like me. Yeah. That's be why your own person. That's why Errol Spence would have been my pick. <laughs> because I think Pacquiao would be Errol Spence Jr. I don't think he will. And I, I knew you would say that. Yeah. Because uh, Errol Spence has knocked out. He did the impossible with Chris Algieri, right? Yeah, and he showed that he was better. But I read a great article with Timothy Bradley, and he was talking about um, Pacquiao, and he said, "Hey, now the third fight with Pacquiao, he was like, I thought I knew everything and had it ready, but his then all of a sudden he turned on his patience that he didn't see in the last two fights, his accuracy, and he still had the power and those weird angles. And I think Pacquiao's power is a lot more stronger than it was." Uh, Mayweather, I thought, definitely felt the power when he fought Pacquiao, but and he fought the perfect fight. He did. Per- he in the beginning of every round, he rocked Pacquiao with two forward punches. But I think uh, Pacquiao's power would cause problems for Earl Spence Jr. Earl Spence has never been hit by anybody that hard ever. And if they fought today without Earl Spence beating another champion or fighting another tough, tough opponent. I think uh, Pacquiao would uh, would get that get that W. Sorry for my uh, for my silence on that last thing, but I'm over here reviewing uh, Pacquiao's record, which is immaculate, honestly, and especially by the people he's fought. When's the last time that uh, Pacquiao's fought somebody who's a similar southpaw with that kind of power and that kind of youth and that kind of uh, excellence, which you see in Earl Spence? Ooh, I'm gonna say it's been 20, 30 fights now. Is that right? I I I am yeah. still I'm still looking at one who's I'm still looking at trying to find out who is worth mentioning who is a who's a southpaw that actually has uh, no he's orthodox and that's a, that's what I'm saying I'm looking at I'm trying to look at the names and see who's like and then you get into the no names so Pacquiao hasn't fought an, a southpaw fighter another southpaw another southpaw fighter in years who was of any relevance that's what makes this fight so interesting because. It's been a very long time mm-hmm. since there's a possibility to have two big names that are southpaws yeah. even enter the ring at, at this world class level. So a, a fight that I'm really, surprised that no people a, that people a, don't a fight, throw that around more often. A actually. fight a fight that uh, really bothered me with Pacquiao, and then it was just like you know 
I don't go against a guy. Pacquiao's a very entertaining fighter. Love watching him. Mm-hmm. Love watching him box, man. One of the greatest of all times. I always go back to the Joshua Claudie fight Ooh. that I thought was a little weird because Joshua Claudie didn't he throw another. Won he he could have won that. He had the power. And, and that was the only time I've seen punch, somebody. He landed. He, just, he landed and he backed up and went through his guards. That dude so, had these big old elbows when he would cover up. They just so Earl Spence has that same kind of power, and you've never, I've never seen Earl Spence back up. Now, granted, the Earl Spence's record is nowhere near Pacquiao as far as the opposition he that he's fought. But at the same time, only time hurts at, him. Mm-hmm. A, a, I don't see, I don't see how, I don't think Pacquiao can do it. I don't, I just think he's, you he got a younger, hunger fire, mm-hmm. fighter, a, and then also, no, I, the I, the odds the time, are definitely. I don't know how the odds would swing in Vegas on this one. I, I, I really don't. I really don't. A, you know, it could be one of those pickums. But uh, we look at um the whole build up to the Manny Pacquiao Floyd Mayweather fight. You had the Sugar Shanes, the Oscar De La Hoyas. You had the um. They had a lot of good fights. Ricky, Ricky, yeah. Ricky, Ricky Hatton. It was mm-hmm. like five or six fighters that both of those guys fight. fight they fought, and yeah. so that was the um mm-hmm. that was like the kind of like the bridge. It was like, and they interviewed him. It's like, who do you think is gonna win? Who do you think is gonna win? Or that like, so same thing with Pacquiao mm-hmm. versus Earl Spence, Chris Algieri. Mm-hmm. You got Pacquiao that made him look terrible, terrible. Knocked him down five, four, five, six times. I think somewhere around there, and then uh. So if if Earl Spence. Knocked out Ruslan Provodnikov, someone that uh, if gave, he knocked if he, if he knocked, knocked out, knock out the Russian Rocky or something like that. If he, the no uh, question, the, Siber- the Siberian Rocky. Mm-hmm. If he if if Earl Spence knocked out Ruslan Provodnikov, there is he he goes into that category. Yeah, yeah. I talk. I was like, there's nothing that nobody can do about one. this man. But Chris Algieri, nobody you've knocks never out you've no, nobody, nobody knocks out Algieri, but Earl Spence did that mm-hmm. work. So whether that's Pacquiao being long in the tooth, but still knocked him down multiple times, multiple times. I'm still I'm taking Earl Spence over that. Mm-hmm. Earl Spence was the hungry lion on that fight, man. He came out there with aggression and purpose. I think he's one of the best up and coming fighters. But if they fought today, I don't think he can get the W on Pacquiao's. Pacquiao's still arguably, arguably he's still the top dog in 147, just because of resume and everything else. But we need more work. We need more action. We need to see some more fights go down. I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna say your name now. I'm not even gonna say it no more, Mr. I'll spell it PBC because we need to see these fighters getting some work. I wanna see one time versus Danny Garcia. Now, I heard that he might have a fight coming up. I know they just announced, uh, I know Billy Joe Sanders got a fight coming up. Don't know the guy's name. We'll talk more into that as we get closer to it. And then we got Lomachenko with Nicholas Walters coming up, Andre Ward versus Sergey Kovalev. Um, now, one fight that's in discussion. Uh, also, um, just, you know, right before we move on, I just want to say the the WBO has uh, Pacquiao as the number one ranked contender at the mm-hmm. welterweight 147 pound, too. And so, that's because like, he's, he he's fighting for that title against Jesse Vargas. Yeah. Jesse Vargas got that title. Um, Jesse Vargas, apparently, I'm not a fan, but no one has anything bad to say about this man. Apparently, he's a saint. He's one of the goodest dudes based on what I've read. Um, but this is a big opportunity because you will get slingshot into another level of stardom or this man can go out kind of on top but or regenerate a second run, one or the other. It depends on how it's going to go down. But one fight I want to discuss was uh, Lomachenko and Nicholas Walters because all we did was really announce it. We didn't touch on it too much and we might touch on it some more again. And we're not going to definitely pick our winners on it. Um, but that looks like a tough fight for sure. Yeah. And if I, I think style wise, it's really good. Uh, 
Lomachenko is going up to 126 for this fight. Yeah. No, 130 is what they're fighting at. He currently fights at 122. He's, he, I, I think he's on a mission to get to 147, personally. Lomachenko. He has the size. He has the skill. He has a frame. He can do it. Oh, at 147, you think he can go up to welterweight? I think he can get there. Cause, just because Eastern European, these guys, are they're not little. You know, they get, their bodies can take it. Um, I don't know if he can compete at that level. We won't, we won't know, but it's going to have to gradually move up there. He's only on, what, his fifth professional fight? But uh, are you? how do you feel about talking about this? Do you, you lean towards anybody yet? Um, if we're just going to go... Uh, Let's do a touch on a little. Like a I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take um, Nicholas Walters. Just for some mm. fact that I don't like, I don't like really go. There's some fighters where it's just like, all right, I'm gonna pick up. But like, this is a pick em. You got, mm -hmm. you got uh, Nicholas Walters call for him, mm -hmm. but you also got uh, Lomachenko who Smart. wanted to go up. He wanted to go up to mm -hmm. fight this guy too. So I have a little bit of honestly, I have some doubts about Nicholas Walters just for a simple fact that uh, if you want to fight a person, it's not always about money. This mm -hmm. is my personal opinion, yep. so I don't know. I'm not in. This, I'm not. You know. Yeah. No. We're just just, just, just gonna sap. We're gonna touch on it. Like the yeah, jab. Um, just go jab on it. But looking at that, like this, the this is a fight that should have been made. This is a fight that should have been made right now, and I don't understand. So why the, the Nicholas Walters thing we talked about? Like he, I don't know if he wanted more money. If he wanted more money, just for the simple fact that you know he didn't know if this was going to be his his last fight or something like that. So you know, just at that weight division, you know, because once you lose, you know your mm -hmm. your value, your stock drops. And this so. only happens in boxing. And, like, that's one of the things where I try to tell everybody. Now, granted, if I was to be a pro fighter right now, I would be an MMA fighter, not a boxer, because I have that kind of background and talent. Mm -hmm. But I still will not tell you that MMA is better than boxing. Never. Never, ever, ever. Not today. We'll talk later if you when you got an actual argument for me. But mm -hmm. I'll, 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 I got you every time at least. Um, and also another reason why, too, is just like uh, – Lomachenko lost to now. Granted, uh, low blows aside, mm -hmm. and <laughs> he, the guy came to, in overweight. He, yeah, he, he lost to Orlando Salido too. Solid so fight, yeah. it, that was good though because who gets a world title shot of their second pro fight, bro? Now that's how much clout this man had though, just with his pure skills alone. Now while we were on this little fantasy island, talking about Errol Spence, uh, Eddie Hearns not ruling out a Brook versus Errol Spence possibility, and now the IBF ordered it. Now, I knew they were going to order it just because of Kell Brook saying that he's talking about going down to 154 instead to fight um, anybody in that division, which would be great because if he goes down to 154, we, I, I feel like we might have an argument well, what's for the better division, 154, 147. Um, but with him versus Errol Spence at 147 would be a great fight, seeing what he did with Triple G. And uh, I, I don't even think he's going to do it, though. I don't think he's going to do it. Well, that's that's I think that's the whole reason why they're having this speculation and this they've been in talks for a couple of whiles, just for the simple fact that you know we don't know if Kell Brook's going to come down mm -hmm. and wait for it too. So we're just waiting to hear his official word, kind of like what we're doing, kind of like what we're looking at uh, for the with the Tyson Fury thing. We're just looking and waiting, kind of what, what Klitschko's doing, looking and waiting to see what's going to happen before anybody makes any moves. So it's kind of like in a stalemate, mm -hmm. which is one of the things I hate about mm -hmm. boxing. And so it's just like you know you got that five year conflict. stalemate you gotta, with Pacquiao. You Flay with her, gay with her. Yeah, yeah, so his name is. watch your mouth. What I do wasn't me. But that's the thing. But that's the thing that makes this the thing. So you're waiting on the stalemate to kind of see what's going to happen. Then now I read a great article with Abel Sanchez ranking Danny Jacobs as the number two middleweight. How do you feel about that ranking? 
He said, yeah, Daniel Jacobs has the number, number two, two middleweight. middleweight. Now, it's okay. Hold your side. That was a rhetorical question, actually. Um, now, the best thing in there that I thought was most interesting about it, and last time we touched on this, I said, the Miracle Man doesn't need a miracle to win. But then there was a big statement from Abel Sanchez that, that stood out the most from me. And if you've listened to episode 11, because new shows every single Thursday, you can find that Squared Circle app. Download the app. It's in the Play Store. It's in the App Store. Now, they got Daniel Jacobs ranked number two pretty much across the board, it looks like. Uh, not all of them, but I think it's here. WBA has him up as number one. Well, because he was sharing that, ti- he was sharing that sharing title, the title. With, uh, with Triple G. That was, you know what that, that was my problem with that Jay-Z, Kanye West, Share the Throne. The, uh, watch the Throne? What, what king you know watch, shares the throne? None. That's why they should have changed time. Anyways, I digress. Daniel Jacobs. Abel Sanchez made a comment, and he said, the most interesting thing about this fight is that this man already beat cancer. He beat death. He's not scared of anything. How do you beat a man like that? And I talked about this last week with the best-dressed fighter, Goodfellow Perella, losing when he lost to Ugas, who just had a friend of his, Jose Fernandez, died in the boating accident. And nothing's more scary than fighting for a guy that's not fighting for anything else. At the same time, though, I completely understand that. But sometimes reality does hit. And then uh, the butterfly. The but- <laughs> sometimes reality, reality hits does hard. Hit. Yep. When and his name the, is Triple and G. The, and, the, <laughs> and the butterflies go away. And then after you get all that uh, honeymoon period, you know, it starts to set in. Yes, I agree with him. I think um, at a, as his middleweight, mm-hmm. Daniel Jacobs is the number two, mm-hmm. number, uh, two record you know, behind Triple G. Mm-hmm. I there, there's no argument from there. You know, Canelo hasn't fought enough at a middleweight. You know, they, he always does a catchweight thing. So, like, you I think can't, that changes the fight if that's if that's what your trainer is saying. Like, hey, this man's not scared of death. Why is he gonna be scared of you? No, no, no. Um, when you win the way that you've won, and especially by a complete, is Mike Tyson? We've touched now, on this too. Now, is that your weakness though? Because he even mentioned that Triple G can't get lazy. There is no other sport where anybody has as big as egos as boxers. Nobody, nobody, and that's what makes them. That's what makes them. The, so the way, the way, yet. the way that Sean Porter and the way that um, uh, Maidana, mm-hmm. the way that they beat Adrian Broner, you would think he would run and hide, and he would be off. He's even more vocal now. There, there's it's a it's a kind of insanity with that goes on with boxers that make you think worse. It's just like yeah, it get it gets you worse. It's like ah man, I wasn't on my game. Ah man, I'll be back on. I'll be back on it. Like no, it's a it's a certain level of insanity is what all these boxers go through, and that's the reason why they stay on it. You have to your confidence. If your confidence goes, there's nothing that you can. It doesn't matter how talented you are. It, your confidence is what keeps you on that. So no, that doesn't go against Triple G. Why would it need to go? Why? Mike Tyson, would you say that his knockout streak, his whatever, his 20, first 22 fights, all of them 20 knockouts, like 16 of them mm-hmm. in the first round, how do you not look at yourself and be like, damn, damn I'm, I'm a bad man. I'm a bad I'm a man. bad right? man. How do you not? So, yes, Triple G. That is like, but at the same time, is you say you say if that's something wrong with Triple G, Daniel Jacobs has to go into that same fight and be like, yo, this captain knocked out the last 20 people in mm-hmm. a row. So... What am I going to do what to combat that? Do? Stop mm-hmm. that! And it's kind of like we. And I remember us touching about this. It's just like, who are you to change that course of yep. history, man? That's what true. makes you so special? What makes you so different that yes. you think that you're going to change? That's it? the motivation. Those are the questions I would have in the mirror when I'm yeah. training, like Rocky, staring at myself. Mm-hmm. If I was Daniel Jacobs, I would have 
the paperwork that said he had cancer, and then the picture of Triple G in the mirror. And, and that's like, how I would trade him, which one was harder hey, to be. Like, hey, man, cancer's defeated way more people than uh, Triple G. Way uh, bigger wins. So, got way but, more knockouts. Yeah, but at the same time, though, at looking at that, it's still going to be, I think it'll still be, I think it'll still be a great fight, man. It's still going to be something. I think this fight is getting more and more interesting by the day as we get closer to it. As, I still as, have as Triple we, G as a heavy favorite. Yeah. And I Why won't change that yet. Why wouldn't you? But there is something about the Miracle Man that is starting to catch my eye. And the way that he did, even though he was, it was different. The way he destroyed Peter Quillen, Kid Chocolate, man. It was one of those things. He, said, he destroyed that man, not just. Physically, but mentally, man. Yeah. Peter Quillen ain't got... Peter Quillen left his trainer of... I think it was his own dad or something, his uncle, of like 10, 20 years. And now he's with Virgil Hunter. That was his... Um, yeah, my favorite uh, And trainer. the only thing that I don't like about Virgil Hunter is how everybody wants to go to him as that last resort kind of thing when they think their career is rocky. But it's good because he can help them. But I feel like sometimes someone like Peter Quillen... If it's a mental thing, I don't think there's a trainer that could fix that. You know what I'm saying? But we will see when he comes back. And we'll, we'll talk about that we'll, one later, too. We'll, I, don't, like, I don't like some, Kid Chocolate some, Well, something like, something like Peter Quill. I like Don't say either. I like Kid Chocolate. Yeah. No, well, it's the one thing. You change trainers and you're 33 years old as a Peter Quillen. And it's just like, how many years do you honestly have left in you, too? So I hear um, it. I hear you. I hear you, man. That's a, that's still an interesting fight. I really like Daniel Jacobs a lot. Another thing that we were talking about because of uh, this whole thing with Tyson Fury as a possible Joshua Klitschko, uh, Joshua versus Klitschko. Oh, Chris Ariella, Clarissa Shields in a movie. Oh yeah. Uh, so that was one thing that was funny to come across too. Is like uh, Chris Ariella and Clarissa Shields. The the nightmare. Two, yeah. The uh, one of my favorite heavyweights. I like just can't. He's so. He, I'm a fan of this guy, but it's one of those things like if you're a fan of... of uh, heavy heavy maybe, setter. Heavy it's set. like a L.A. Clippers fan. You know what I'm saying? Because you like them. You like them and you want them to do good. I, I, would, I would say Oakland Raiders before this year. It's just money, but it's just like them... All right, whatever. There's a, hey, they they a tough bunch right now. Yeah, they, they really are. They're tough dudes, but LA Clippers fans are dedicated fans. You because like be. the Raiders, they got cool uniforms, anything like that. And know. the Raiders have known for being tough guys. Yeah. Would that's you, why I said that's why I said a Raiders fan will fight you. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why they're gonna hold uh, Raiders versus San Francisco in their preseason no that's more. That's funny. And my dad told me a story like if you go to the Raiders game and play there the security guards will give you one chance to take the jersey off if you're not a Raiders jersey and then they tell you you're on your own when you get in there <laughs> now if that doesn't make you take off your jersey I, that's on you seriously I would have watched it at home yeah I would have watched it yeah let's Chris, just go. Chris Ariola, who um, just came off that uh, loss to Deontay mm -hmm. Wilder um yeah, the loss to Deontay Wilder. But uh and Clarissa Shields, the two time Olympic gold medalist, um, who are waiting to see which they're gonna star in a movie called Punch Me. And it's based on a real life uh, unsolved murder of a LA boxer, uh gym owner slash promoter, Howie uh Steindler. Now, uh, kind of like we talked about earlier in the show, I'm glad that we have social media outlets mm -hmm. because, like, this is something that I actually want to research now. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a little more into it because I'm it not, sounds I'm like a very too. interesting story. Mm -hmm. um, Chris Ariola had me on it, so you know, I right off the bat, considering that he's kind of a, has going to have a, a role with consistent uh, quite a bit of scenes in the movie. I always like to see how how fighters can progress in that other field, opposite of what they do, because. There's no acting and boxing at all. So at all. The, it's good to see that because I want to see where their heads are at and how they function. Um, 
But this is a very interesting story. I mean, we don't know much about it. We're going to learn more. We yeah. might talk about it some more. Hopefully, we can get some free movie tickets when it comes out like we saw Creed. Yeah. You never know. You never know. So um, another couple things that uh, we got going on is really, uh, really light work. But, you know, we bring it to you guys. Andre Ward, Andre Ward uh, started training camp, getting ready for his uh, fight with Sergey Kovalov. And also uh, Manny Pacquiao started training camp, getting ready for a Jesse Vargas, too. So those... They keep trying to talk to Kovalev about what's he going to do different. They keep trying to ask him if he's watching videos, footage. And he's like, I, you know, I never watched any fights until now. And they, you have they, to. You have to. Now, well, this guy's like, Pacquiao doesn't watch no film. Well, it, it's Pacquiao. Pacquiao doesn't watch film is because like everybody. Well, one, but everybody that he's fought, he's imposed. He's Post mostly imposes his will on anybody. <laughs> so he ain't ever worried it. about what you're doing. But the just like I've said before, the Chilimba fight really mm -hmm. exposed Sergey Kovalov in his movement and his uh in his agility. So and that or told you what you need to work on. One of them. Yeah, they yeah. A, and mm -hmm. they even asked they asked Ward about the nickname Crusher. Did you know about that? No. Oh, oh I wish I should say the article. But they asked Andre Ward about it. Like, you know, how do you feel about Crusher? He's like, I don't care about Crusher. I don't care how we got the name, how he earned it, or anything else like that. Just like everybody else who says something, when he gets in the ring, things can change. Yeah, everything changes. Everything changes. One of the famous uh, quotes about Mike Tyson, he was like, everybody got a plan till they get hit in the mouth. So it's... Um, <laughs> we, we, maybe, I like that. You like should that? Should we make that everybody, on Instagram? Yeah. Should that be our tagline? Everybody got a... Everybody, everybody got a plan until they get hit, hit in the mouth. mouth. And it's very true because as soon Ooh. as you catch that contact, you're just like, wait a minute, this is a lot different. Might have to it's go back to talking smack 101. But nah, <laughs> this is squared circle 101. This is your power hour of boxing. The sweet science did a little... Little, little bit different on the intro. I caught my man on the side slip and he wasn't ready for it. I thought it sounded real good. I thought it was good because it's raw. And that's how we like to keep it. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available in the App Store. It's available in Google Play. It's available everywhere you want. We are on Stitcher. We are on iTunes. If it's a podcast app, just search Smack 101 or Squared Circle and you will find us in there. I guarantee it and tell your friends because that's how it gets better. And those who know us, that tells anybody it's going to get better. And that's how we're going to do it because we're moving forward. Uh, before we go, this Joshua versus Klitschko fight is interesting. Now, I I'm going to give you... If it happens. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to make a pick. Joshua. Klitschko. And I understand why you picked Klitschko because, like, my uh, my heart says Joshua, but my head says Klitschko. I don't know if uh, Anthony Joshua has enough uh, has enough ring presence, experience, yeah. experience mm -hmm. uh, to really beat Klitschko to see what he's going to do. Because not when we talk about Klitschko, even though I don't like him as a fighter, we're talking about a man who's maintained not not been in the game, who's maintained championship caliber and levels of fighting for ten years. At being on top, doctor. he is a so, doctor. <laughs> so like that, nobody can, nobody does that, man. Like when you're talking about, you're talking about people who like Bernard Hopkins, who's fought 15, 20 years now and stuff like that. Who's a, but you're talking about maintaining that mantle that for that longer time. Ooh. That's the only thing that I'm worried about. But I think every, um, hey, I think Anthony Father Joshua time has is undefeated, undefeated with one draw to Bernard Hopkins. Hey, real talk. The only thing about this man, if, if the fights get, if the titles get released for this fight to happen, Anthony Joshua, I think you're right about the ring experience, but Anthony Joshua, his style is it's tailor made for, made to, for to, Klitschko. To win that. It's like handed, handing him on a mm. silver platter. But this is your power hour, your boxing. We, I'm surprised we were able to squeeze this in this whole time because we only had, I thought, a little bit of stuff of information. But that shows what happens when you're talking about the sweet science. One punch can change it all. 
That's why two fights is all we need to give you the best about boxing. We've heard the competition. We love the competition because we need you to survive. But you're going to download that app in the Android Play Store and in the App Store. Do you have anything else you'd like to say, my man? Yeah, man. They say once you start... Uh you, you start dying once you stop accepting the, the will to learn. And especially with this, man, there's a heavy history in boxing, which I'm uh, which I'm a fan of being able to dive into. Can you say that so line like, one more time real quick? So it said you start, to, you start to die once you lose or that have that favorable ability to keep learning. And then so it's a... Uh, there's just a deep history in boxing, which I'm proud to be a part of and try and try to get my knowledge up. And especially because there's a lot of names, a lot of history behind this. And I'm and I'm just happy that I'm embarked on this journey with you, my man. It's kind of like when you actually find a subject in school that you're interested in. Yeah. And you like want to learn more. And it makes you feel like a kid because you you turn back to that sponge mentality yes. and you just want to and grow. You become, you become a, honestly, you become a student of the game and just right. to sit there and what it is about. Because like, the oh, great you mean thing the is, game you run, B? <laughs> yeah, hey, y'all too young to know about that. Y'all know, y'all, I stick <laughs> by my story. Nah, so it um, it, it's great because there's so much history, but there's so much future. Now, Ronnie, give so, me a beat. Hey, so uh, right hey, near the beat. That's beach. how we're doing it. Now, that's how we're doing it. Hopefully, the instrumental is kicked in by now because we've already been done talking. It's Squared Circle 101. You catch us every Thursday. Tell your friends. Download the app. We're on Twitter at Squared Circle 101. Squared Circle 101 at Gmail. Had to make some changes. Had too much stuff in there. Not in the norm. But now we're going to make sure we give it to you right and raw. So you know you love us. But tell everybody else to make sure they know too. You ready, my brother? I'm out. All right, guys. <laughs>